0: News and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's Business Leader, 1220 KDOW.
1: As my friend Matt Nagana would say, all right, all right, all right. Oh my. Yesterday, I made not a stink, not a fuss, but I said the 10-year treasury is worrying me because the stock market was rallying when the 10-year treasury was sinking in yield. So money was going into stocks, but it was also going into bonds, which is the difference between government bonds and corporate bonds. The government bonds kind of tells you um, there's fear. When we expect inflation to be 2 to 4%, and you're willing to put your money into something that yields 1.2% or 1.36% yesterday but today it's down to 1.25 that is a crazy amount of fear the vix has jumped enormously in the last 3 weeks it kind of woke up from a slumber like a giant the vix volatility tells me the market's going lower because people are afraid. The 10-year treasury sinking to record levels, low record levels, tells me people are more afraid now than in theory they've been in 30 years. So this is for real. We are in correction territory, down 10% from recent highs. That's not, that's not horrible. The coronavirus, there was a spread which I guess I should start this with. Or there was an occurrence in the United States that we can't figure out where it came from. Unknown origin. It's becoming abundantly clear that the coronavirus is not going to be stopped and that it's going to be an event. So people are starting to rush to stores to get Clorox wipes. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. I don't know how to prepare for something that's going to hit hard if the CDC is telling us if you're 16 older, take care of your health. That's that's almost good enough for me to say. You know what? This is gonna this is gonna slow things down. What's not clear is the extent of the economic damage or the length of it. What's not clear is situations along the lines of, hey, aren't the Olympics coming up in two or three months? And the psychological damage that can be done with canceling travel and canceling things like the Olympics or even pushing them back a month or two months, it seems pretty um, cuckoo. When you're dealing with a flu, um, there's the notion that it's not going to be debilitating. COVID's a little bit worse. Still, a lot of people, most people are living that get it. But again, it shows you why next season, and I'm not going Jenny McCarthy on you. Please get a flu shot. Um, COVID-19 is new and won't reportedly have a vaccine to guard against it for some time. They're saying maybe up to two years, even though some companies are now starting to um, ship tests. Um President Donald Trump last night appointing Pence to be the COVID czar, if you will, that doesn't give me a lot of confidence. It'd be nice if it was a doctor. I don't know. Just call me crazy. I like my surgeon generals to be doctors. Some considerable psychological damage is happening right now as we're talking about it. Governments around the globe are scrambling to deal with it. China's locked down entire cities. Japan announced that it'll be closing elementary, middle, and high schools nationwide until March. Wait, wait, wait. What? Japan's closing elementary, middle, and high schools nationwide until late March. President Trump last night announced that Vice President Pence is being put in charge of the U.S. response to COVID-19. Again, not exactly comforting. When less than a week ago, the president said, oh, this thing's going to be gone, you know, two weeks when the weather warms up. So now we have the vice president in charge of the response. Whoops. Made a little bit of a slip in assumptions there, right? Stock market has market's been getting punched left, right, left, right. Overvalued concerns. Plus economic slowdown worldwide concerns. Left, right, left, right. Come on, Rocky! Fight. I I, I'm not going to get gloomy on you, but this is not a short-term situation. This is not a one-day situation. So that ten-year treasury is—it's too smart. You've heard me on this show say before: the stock market's stupid. The mark—the market is overreactionary. It's like a teenage girl or a teenage boy. I don't use the word in heat, but in heat, you know, when your hormones start kicking up, you're just irrational. The market can be irrational on a day-to-day basis. <clears throat> bond market is smarter. So yesterday when the bond market, you know, in the last week when it's gone from like one five one six down to 1.3, I'm like, that's not good. No, no, that's not good. It's like a Star Trek episode. Out, old Captain. That level of the 10 year treasury has me spooked. Microsoft is the latest high profile company to warn that it won't live up to prior March quarter expectations because the coronavirus related slowdown. Microsoft's getting hit. It was at its all time high less than a month ago. Don't stress. If you have a big gain in it, consider taking some off the table. I would stay away from oil stocks right now, I would stay away from travel and leisure stocks. And I'd probably be more attracted to healthcare stocks. Just on the environment. So the 10-year treasury sits at 1.25. It's down 65 basis points, 70 basis points for the year. That's pretty insane. So the next thing that's going to happen, that's going to help the markets, is the Federal Reserve's going to say, whoops, we blew it. Just one week ago, they said... You know, we get together, we're looking at inflation. See, there's going to be some inflation. Oh, boy, the Fed's going to be screwed on this one. They have to fight inflation but keep employment, right? The Fed has two basis points or two uh, rate cuts in their pocket if they want to use them. But we're starting to see some health care costs creep up due to the coronavirus. It's called inflation, Costs creeping up inflation. So the Fed's not going to like that. But at the same time, we're going to see some deflation in oil prices, energy prices, because of economic activity. The Fed should wait until they can see the white of their eyes to do a, a rate cut. It's not at 10%. But they will do a rate cut, is my assumption. Now, keep in mind, one week ago, the Federal Reserve was assuming we're not going to have to do a rate cut. Because there's just not enough cases in the United States for us to worry about, oh, boy. We got one. And we got one somewhere in California. And we can't figure out how he got it because he wasn't in China and he didn't meet anyone from China. Um, so that's that's the story of the day. Coronavirus is threatening to end the world air travel boom for what could be a while. But psychologically, that could linger, too. I know people that are canceling their trips to Hawaii coming up in for spring break over Easter. They make it to the point where the dad... The mom or the son goes, I don't like flying anymore because might get sick. So there's some there's some damage happening here. Hey Doordash doc- filed for an IPO. Woo! That's not all that exciting. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblackshow.com
0: Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Fear is overtaking the market. The Dow dropped 600 points in early trading. When you go down 10% in essentially two weeks, you feel kind of like, whoa, that's a whoosh. It's a lot like a plane when you're in turbulence and you hit a big pocket and you go down, whoosh. You wonder if this is the big one. The market is not going to zero. If the market goes to zero in about 300 years, the apes will be roaming a beach and they'll start digging on the beach and they'll find like a Statue of Liberty or something like that. And it'll be earth. Earth but the apes will be running us. I think that's everyone's fear is that is, can the market go to zero? I've seen corrections before. I've seen bear markets before a correction that is so fast and so deep. Doesn't bother me nearly as much as three years of just grinding one point lower, two points, lower, three points, lower. It drives you insane. Am I thinking we're going to get a V-shaped recovery? I am not thinking we're going to get a V-shaped recovery. I don't play that game. I play the game of let's see what comes to us. Right now, Gilead and Moderna, their stocks are surging. Two biotech companies whose efforts to produce pharmaceuticals to prevent and treat the novel coronavirus have drawn attention recently. You're going to see people try to get stashes of, I hate saying this word because I I don't do drugs well. Rimsdivir? By Gilead Science, uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Um, Gilead has got a lot of HIV drugs that um, seem to be thrown into the situation. As, let's see if this helps. Moderna is working on a uh, Vaccination. Gilead up 5%. They announced last night that it had begun phase 3 studies of an experimental antiviral treatment, which is being tested as a COVID-19 treatment. So the drug companies are getting the speculation right now. One area that may have a big boom is IBB. What is IBB? I don't talk enough about this. The healthcare sector, I think, is made up of pharmaceuticals. Big pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer and Merck. Then you get the biotech companies. Then you get the healthcare companies. Help biotech companies are coming up with a cure for cancer. They're not making money. They're coming up with a cure for cancer. Biotech companies are coming up with the cure for baldness. They're not making money until they get that cure for baldness, and then they kind of grow up to become a pharmaceutical company or a pharmaceutical company acquires them. The third leg of healthcare is typically like hospitals or HMOs, PPOs, uh, any sort of healthcare system, like maybe you could say like a CVS, any sort of pharmaceutical uh, distributor. Then probably the last one would be like the medical devices. All of these are super important and they all kind of work together in the um, life of of, of of US citizens and We spend a lot of money on healthcare. I think you could own 5% of every one of those sectors. 5% biotech, 5% pharmaceutical, 5% um, like a hospital or an HMO type business. Um, And then 5% medical devices. As I get older, there's a chance I'm going to need a new hip, a new heart. I know, I know, I know. You're saying a new brain. But hey, you get the idea. So Moderna, it's going to be interesting. It's had a wild run. So when they hit the coronavirus vaccination, it's going to be a home run or it'll be a strikeout if they don't hit it. That's the problem with biotechs. Merck can always say, well, we may not sell the coronavirus cure this quarter, but we're still selling a lot of Viagra. You see what I'm saying? Like, So the big pharmaceutical companies have a lot more drugs to fall back on. So this is an interesting time to say the least. There is some economic data out there. And again, let me repeat. There is a Corona virus case being reported of unknown origin in the United States. The case is in Northern California. And what it means is that a patient has the virus, but did not have any previous exposure to a place or person have known to have the virus. So now the idea that it's in the community and spreading, and since we don't know for 14 days, it's like, don't talk to your neighbors for 14 days. Are you grasping that I said Japan's closed their elementary, middle, and high schools nationwide until the end of March? Now, I don't know the school year of Japan. I don't know the day by day of Japan, but that doesn't look good to me. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Panera Bread. Speaking of good, how good is this? Panera Bread's new coffee subscription program offers unlimited coffee for $8.99 a month. I kinda like that. A bottomless cup of Joe. Damn fine cup of Joe. Coffee and donuts, are they not just a staple of life? I don't need a lot of donuts. But when I do, a cup of coffee with it, heaven. So if you're a caffeine addict, $8.99 a month, and you get unlimited hot or iced coffee for less than the average price of five cups. One cup daily in a 30-day day month average, about 30 cents a cup. There's no ifs and buts. Truly unlimited coffee to access. A monthly subscription of $8.99. Now, I'm going to go back to my childhood real quick and say, I never thought there would be unlimited coffee subscriptions. It makes total sense. It's genius. Will Starbucks fire back? And if they do, does it like eat into their margins? Because, you know, Starbucks has got the nickname of five bucks. Registration for the coffee subscription has already started. Uh, You can sign up at Panera's 2000. Two hundred locations using a QR code. I I don't know how I feel about this. Um, My Panera has a loyalty program that has thirty-eight million members, and now those loyalty members they can sign up for unlimited coffee. Subscriptions are kind of crazy. I don't know if you know this, but like Costco, they do annual accounting on how many people are likely dead with a subscription to Costco. And it's just coming out of the family bank account or something along those lines. Subscriptions are a thing. Netflix, a subscription. Apple, last year to move their stock, they came up with a subscription to a news service. They came up with a subscription to Arcade. They came up to a subscription for a TV service. They came up with a subscription previous years on a music service. I strangely like what Panera is doing here. Um, enough to go out and buy the stock? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not, but I, I'm not a restaurant kind of guy. So when And will McDonald's do this? If McDonald's had a subscription for coffee, don't you think when you go in or drive through, you might also get like a hash browns or something along those lines? Anyhow, I'm going to go back to talking coronavirus. I'm not blowing it off. It's a big market correction we're going through, and I know you're gonna go not going through it alone. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. It feels good for the
1: first time in a long time now. I was raised by kind of a blue-blooded, all-American family. To show you how all-American we were. Um, when President Kennedy got shot, my parents were eating... Hot dogs. They were at a picnic or something along those lines, and uh, the news hit like kind of like a couple weeks ago. You were probably on a Sunday morning, getting like a morning jog, and you like look at your phone and like, "What? Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash." But when the news hit that the president had been assassinated, my parents started vomiting, and they never ate hot dogs again. Fascinating, right? So we were kind of an all-American family, and for instance, I was raised Catholic, um, and there was this thing where. Lent would come around, and you have to give up the stuff for Lent. And you kind of start that whole process on Ash Wednesday, and yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Now, it's interesting. The Pope, uh, Pope Francis is urging Catholics to give up being a jerk on the Internet. He wants you to stop being a troll. He wants people to give up being Internet trolls. And the 21st century is blowing my mind. It used to be things like candy. It used to be things like saying dirty words. Now it's being an internet troll. Don't be an internet troll until after Easter. (laughs) I love the 21st century and the conundrums that we get in. Oh, you want to know about the stock market? Of course you do. Um... We're in a correction. This is what it feels like. When you go 10% off an all-time high, you're in a correction. It doesn't feel good. You wonder how much lower it's going to go. I think lower. The 10-year Treasury is telling us that there's a lot of people panicked. There was a case of someone getting the coronavirus in Northern California whom had no other touch with anyone from China or anyone infected. No cruise ships, nothing. So now we're wondering hmm, it's amongst us. And it's been amongst us for how many days? So the market's going to be, I'm sorry to say this, SOL for 14 days. Because the incubation period is 14 days where you can show no signs, you can be whistling down the street like you're all happy and good. And the next thing you know, you're dead. Keep in mind, the coronavirus, just for those who don't know, tends to kill people over 60 who have some sort of pulmonary disease, some sort of breathing disease already tied to their body. Again, this isn't blood coming out of your eyes. This isn't crazy stuff. But it's not good. So we're at least 14 days from now when I could say, yeah, we feel it's contained in the United States or we don't. Today, it's going to be one, unconfirmed, or this is actually confirmed, excuse me. What if tomorrow it's 10? The day after that, 100? The market has room to go lower. That's fine. We had an amazing year last year. We've had an amazing 10 years. Do you want to panic now? Or no, 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 I'm not going to say the word panic. I told you last year, time to rebalance, take some off your your craziest growth and put it in some of your value. Now you can still look around and say, do I own anything that's really sensitive to travel? Energy, travel, hotel, all the wrong places to be. Completely wrong. Except for the fact that energy's been getting some bids right now from private equity. Mm, that's a little, but no, I would not own Virgin Galactic, just because there's no coronavirus in space. There's also no earnings, Um and Wall Street right now is going to sh- take out to the shed anyone who's not earning money. We live in such a politically correct world right now. I'm afraid to say things. I'm like, take out to the shed. Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to say that? Is who am I offending when I say that? But yes, Wall Street will take out to the shed and shoot any weak player right now. <clears throat> Shooting means not killing, but take him down 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. Apple has the world's best problems on its hands. It makes products that everyone wants, and they're expensive, and they've got fat margins because they manufacture in China. oh oh! oh. <laughs> like, whoops. Too much manufacturing in China. I own shares of Apple. I'm I'm not thrilled. I'm hoping they're buying back shares. I'm hoping they're using some of their cash hoard right now intelligently. But I'm also smart enough to say that, you know, fifteen days ago was an all time high. So a correction of ten percent, twenty percent, or thirty percent is not gonna freak me out. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. This is an interesting time because we're also kind of just really hitting our stride in the election season. I'm good at detecting speculative peaks, and I feel that we might have had one. When TD Ameritrade and Schwab took their commissions to zero, the amount of people getting into accounts for the first time ever spiked and it kind of gave us that extra leg up in the market when Morgan Stanley's buying E-Trade. It was a sign of the top, short-term top. Will it last a year, two years, three years before we get to take it out again? I don't know. We will take it out again. So <clears throat> Tesla kind of got crazy. Virgin Galactic kind of got crazy. Microsoft ran up to all-time highs. Um, a lot of naked call buying. In fact, there was about a month ago the, the highest level ever of naked call buying. A lot of speculation. Apple, it could do no wrong. When you add $400 billion of market cap as fast as Apple did, there's going to be a bowel movement. There is going to be, you got too big too fast. Watch out, get, hurry up, get to the toilet, sit on the toilet it's going to hurt a bit. When you saw on the cover of The Economist in late February um, of 2000, you saw a headline, Big Tech's Bull Run. And they were pointing out companies like Amazon, Facebook, and like when you have that kind of bull run, from 98 to 2000 and like everyone can make money it's a little bit creepy it's a little bit silent before like you know when bulls run through like a hotel lobby and you're like wow that was really loud and it's getting quiet and like uh oh they're turning around when you have a bull run there's that pause there we saw it in 2000 and we're seeing it right now last year if you own Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google Facebook you could do no wrong You made money hand over fist. The dollar had a big run. The U.S. Treasury has gone from last year at this point in time, 3.1% down to 1.3%. That's a big run. That's a lot of money going in. That's exponential when you go from three to one and a half. That's not like going from three to four or four to three. Three to one and a half is a much bigger move. So we're going through this. Gold has had a run from 1300 a year ago to 1700 today. And you can kind of see that the indexing, the buybacking, the short term volatility, it, it's kind of created a little bit of speculative. I told you probably two weeks ago that there's a beautiful traffic burst at Kron. Um, when I say beautiful, a lot of times I'm talking about how good they look on camera. Like the colors that they wear, their skin tones, like just pop in their and they're vibrant. I'm like, oh, I look like a pasty white Irish, like pastry, <laughs> pastry. That's me. <clears throat> but she was like, I just have this new app. It's called Cash. It's called the Cash App. I'm like, I've never even heard of the Cash App. What's the Cash App? And she, she goes on to the next question before she answers the first one. She goes, um, I can buy stocks. I can buy stocks for free. Did you not buy her stocks for free? And they gave her a list of like eight stocks that she could buy for free. Not, she have to, You have to fund it, but it, there was no cost, you know? No commission. No transaction cost. No transaction tax. Um, I wouldn't mind some transaction taxes being raised on investments. Just for the record. I could see that area raising some tax money, but neither here nor there. <clears throat> Um, but she, so she bought like eight stocks and the stocks were, the thing I hated was they were Amazon, it was Apple, it was Microsoft, it was Visa. It was every freaking fragging known company in the world. She didn't buy the Russell 2000 or the S P 500. For the record, I'm stoked right now. The market's 10% off. I invest in a 401k every two weeks. And a month ago, I was paying full price. Now I'm paying full price minus 10% for anything I'm buying because of 10% market correction. Again, that's not totally true because different indexes are down much more, much less. Um, but I don't mind. I can feel that, you know, it's been easy to see where the bond market's going. And when that 10 year treasury got stuck under one five, I'm like, Oh, now there's gonna be a push for easy money, monetary policy. <laughs> There's going to be a push for lower interest rates, which I do not think is a smart move in an election year, nor do I think it's a smart move to help fight the coronavirus. When you lower the cost of money, you increase speculation. If you increase speculation, there's more business activity going on. So we'll talk a little bit more about this business cycle. Um, What's happened over the last 10 years has pretty much been the best case scenario. And now we're kind of starting to work into what if this is a worst case scenario? And that equals panic for a lot of people not for me. I'm Ron Black, talking all things financial. Money, investing, more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Short, so let me be, and I'll you free. I have mis- Shovels and dirt, shovels and dirt. Well, it ain't worth living if you don't.
0: Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Okay. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about the coronavirus right here, right now, as far as corrections and stock market. Windy by stocks. And by the way, this is called funeral porn. Uh, funeral pop, the music. Oh, God. It's called Funeral Pop, Shovels and Dirt, Shovels and Dirt. It's kind of a pro-pro, if you think about it for this time right now. So, kind of what you're looking for, if you're looking for the stock market to, like, be where we need it to be, you're looking for a whoosh. It's okay to wait for more information, but it's also okay to take some off risk off the table if you're sitting on gains. The buzz right now is you're, you're starting to see, like, the virus starting to hit everyone, and we're starting to understand it. Um, Anheuser-Busch and Bev, down 7.5% today. They're saying the virus is going to cut $170 million in profit. So far this year, that's a lot of money. Microsoft warned. So if Microsoft and Budweiser are both warning, that's telling you that's pervasive, Right. Um, Random joke. Hey, honey, go buy me a six pack of beer, but no Corona. Uh Uh Too soon, right? So you're waiting for a big whoosh down. You're waiting for. uh, You're waiting for more companies to come out and warn. Then you're waiting for a turn where companies are you're starting to see the baseline infections drop. But you also need to understand how long bear markets last. Let's just play with the concept we're going to get into a bear market. Let's just say a 10% correction could turn into a 20% bear market pretty easily. That's where I would start feeling more comfortable buying stocks. As the market goes lower, I feel more and more comfortable. I don't feel I feel when the ten-year treasury is where it is right now one two five one two six one under let's just say under one five. When it's under there, it's it's almost too raw. Um, I have a friend who has something stuck in her intestines right now, and when it moves, it's going to move, but it's not going to move until it moves. And she's doing all these like crazy. Uh, magnesium drinks and it's trying to loosen stuff up and everything's raw down there right now. So she's like, her doctor's like, come in tomorrow. She goes, how about the next day? Because I need it to all settle down a bit. We're not settled down yet. It's, it's too early. There have been 26 market corrections since World War II with an average decline of about 13.7%. Okay. We're down 10% roughly. The average market decline since World War II, the average market correction is 13.7%. That doesn't sound so bad. Recoveries have taken four months on average. Oh, I'll be dead before we hit all time. No, it'll be four months on average. The most recent correction occurred from September 2018 to December 2018. Where were you two Christmases ago? You are in a correction. If the S and P 500 closes below 3,047, it will be the fastest 10% decline from an all-time high in the index's history. That's not that surprising to me. If you knew how many algorithms are running, buying selling, and everything on the Wall Street right now, the speed is obnoxious. A correction is defined as a 10% decline. In one of the major indices, whether it be the S&P, the Dow, from its 52-week high, history shows that corrections last another 3% and take about four months to recover on average. So 13%, and then they're backed four months later. That's if if, if we don't fall into a bear market. Now, a bear correction is 10% off its recent highs. A bear market is 20% from a high. If we go down 20%, that's when we start getting into more interesting numbers. The Dow and the S&P 500 um, are struggling today. They're struggling this week. It's been pretty rough. The 12 bear markets since World War II have averaged a decline of 30% over 14 months and have taken 24 months to recover. Okay, so if we just do a correction... We should be back to where we want to be in about four months. 10% correction tends to get to down about 13%. And then four months later, we've recovered. Now, a bear market, we've had 12 of those since World War II. You can go back to May 1946, June 1948, August 1956. And these were all markets that were down 20%, 25%. Then there was a big one in January of 73 where we went down 45%. In October 2007, where we went down about 55%. And it just took 24 months to recover. But they lasted 14 months now. So if, if, if we go into a bear market, where are we right now? We're about a month in. So maybe you have about 13 more months of this sucks. Or if it's just a correction, it's not that bad a correction will be much faster for you to recover from, right? Again, we've had 26 corrections since World War II of 10%. And they average about 13.7% from highs. It takes about four months to recover. Now, we've had 20%, a decline of 30%, 12 times. Um, So that 20%, 30%, it, it feels horrible. It's a whoosh down. But if I told you on historic average where we've recovered in 24 months, you'd be like, so everything I'm buying that's 30% off will be recovered in 24 months? Isn't that a good thing? Like, isn't that potentially a 30% gain in two years? It's not quite that simple. And bear markets average about 14 and a half months. That's not horrible. Okay, so now you know how bad it can get in historical terms. And the markets seem much, much worse than coronavirus, like World War One, World War II, Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.